This is the Nine News Podcast. Coming up, plans to expedite Australia's energy transition, heavy rainfall claims a life and Taylor Swift fans line up for the era's tour down under. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin with your lunchtime Nine News Podcast. The government is flagging plans to speed up the shift to renewable energy as the opposition doubles down on its push for nuclear. Here's Nine News federal politics reporter Zach De Silva. The Prime Minister is preparing a major funding boost to turbocharge the nation's clean energy industry. It's aimed at stopping renewables companies shutting up shop and heading overseas where governments are offering big subsidies for projects like wind and solar. Deputy PM Richard Miles says Labor's committed to getting more renewables online. We have a robust energy policy. The opposition is taking a different path. Liberal leader Peter Dutton says nuclear power plants plants should be built on the sites of ageing coal facilities to make the grid more reliable. We can't just hope that the lights are going to stay on. Australia's largest energy retailer also expects lower power bills from July when new baseline prices kick in. In Canberra, Zach De Silva, Nine News. A woman has died in floodwaters in Queensland's Gulf Country. The 28-year-old's body was found inside a partially submerged vehicle in the Melbourne River at Mount Isa. The Weather Bureau is warning the tropical low, which delivered the deluge, could intensify into a cyclone. Meteorologist Dean Narimore has told Today on Nine residents should heed the warnings. Still a tropical low, but it is starting to increase. It's got a short window of intensification, but it could develop as we get into this afternoon hours. We're already seeing winds gusting to 80 kilometres an hour on parts of the Gulf Coast. The New South Wales coastline has also received a downpour. The State Emergency Service received more than 100 calls for help overnight. Victoria's Emergency Services Minister is rejecting reports some people waited almost six minutes to get through to police as deadly storms struck on Tuesday. Almost 200 people have reported waiting for emergency services. Those calling for fire services waited over a minute. Others trying to reach the SES were on hold for 23 minutes. Jacqueline Symes has told 3AW's Tom Elliott the most urgent calls were answered within an acceptable time. Those reports are not accurate. What eventuated on that day, what the data shows, is that no one waited more than around three minutes for police calls. In relation to the SES line, that was receiving enormous amounts of calls, but that's a non-emergency line and there was um, some delays on that line. More than 200 pilots who operate network aviation and Qantas Link flights in WA are heading into their third day of six 24-hour work stoppages. The Australian Federation of Air Pilots members are seeking improved pay and working conditions under a new bargaining enterprise agreement. The pilots will meet with the organisation later today to discuss the ongoing strike. The industrial action could be extended if Qantas Group refuses to return to the negotiating table. Donald Trump will be the first former US president to face a criminal trial accused of falsifying business records to cover up an affair with an adult film star. A New York judge has rejected his appeal to have the case dismissed, scheduling the trial for next month. Speaking outside court, Mr Trump has again denied the charges, calling them politically motivated. We want delays, obviously. I'm running for election. I can't. How can you run for election to be sitting in a courthouse in Manhattan all day long? I shouldn't be in a courthouse for something that virtually every legal scholar says they don't understand that there's no crime. 
Seven schools in Sydney will be inspected for traces of asbestos in garden beds. The Environment Protection Authority says the testing is just precautionary. Hundreds of locations are potentially contaminated by mulch at the centre of the drama. And Taylor Swift fans are already lining up in Melbourne, eager to witness the pop superstar's first performance of the Eras Tour. Swift will perform in front of 90,000 fans at the MCG tonight for the first of three shows at the venue. Buildings across the city are lighting up to mark the occasion. Superfan Jessica Simmons is going to all of her Melbourne concerts and says she can't wait. I'm a lifelong Tay-Tay fan and even today I feel very shocked. I can't believe I'm seeing her so... I need to see it three times to take it in. I'm a die-hard fan. It's going to be the best weekend of my life. Taylor Swift will perform three shows in Melbourne before heading to Sydney for another four concerts next week. In finance, the Australian dollar is buying 65 US cents. Sport. World Cup hero Courtney Vine has withdrawn from the Matildas squad for upcoming Olympic qualifiers against Uzbekistan for personal reasons. She's replaced by Wanderers striker Sophie Harding, who's received her first call-up after a brilliant season in the A-League women. It's obviously extremely exciting, something I've dreamt about for a really long time. Sometimes it didn't really seem achievable. Just six months after quitting rugby league to become a professional boxer, Tavita Pangai Jr. has signed a deal to return to the sport. He's joined Broncos feeder club South's Logan for the Queensland Cup season. Tiger Woods has had a day to forget in his first event of the season at the Genesis Invitational. He's eight shots off the pace at one over. Australians Jason Day and Cameron Davis are tied for second after the first round. The Hockey Roos are up to second spot on the Pro League standings after a 4-0 win over the US and Aussie Jordan Thompson has cruised into the quarterfinals of the ATP tennis tournament in Delray Beach, Florida. I'm Rhiannon Solomon-Marin. That's the Nine News podcast. For the latest in news, tune into Nine News at 6pm.